This is Minnesota Today for Wednesday, February 14th. Happy Valentine's Day. I'm Emily Reese. Here's what's happening in Minnesota. The head of Minnesota's state patrol is stepping down. Peter Cox reports. Colonel Matt Langer is leaving the Minnesota State Patrol, which he's led for the last 10 years as chief. Langer, who has been with the patrol for nearly 25 years, is taking a position as director of global policing for the International Association of Chiefs of Police. Langer's last day will be April 2nd. Lieutenant Colonel Kristina Bogojevic will serve as interim chief when he leaves. The State Department of Public Safety released a statement saying it will immediately begin the process to name a new colonel. I'm Peter Cox. Advocates for missing and murdered Indigenous relatives held events around the region today. In Fargo, local anti-trafficking youth navigator Sadie Shepard spoke at a Lunch and Learn event. Shepard is an enrolled member of the Sakagan Chippewa community in Mole Lake, Wisconsin. She says while there is progress, more support is needed for basic services to help vulnerable people avoid becoming victims. Having access to things like food or shelter is the biggest things that these folks need, and I think people often go back to this level of like the victimizations but not like trying to fill in those needs that they have so that's the local buy-in is that we need to have the support from the communities. Shepard says anti-trafficking laws are providing more resources and helping to collect long ignored data about missing indigenous people. Minnesota lawmakers are thinking through benefits and drawbacks of artificial intelligence for state government. Ellie Roth has more. The expansion of voice assistance, data analysis, and other automated features AI is known for poses complex questions for state leaders. Minnesota's Chief Information Officer and IT Services Commissioner Tarek Tomes says the state can capitalize on technology to help people navigate government programs. There are going to be quite a few low-hanging fruits, and they're going to be in a kind of a safe space. Uh, they're not going to be, I don't think, the incredibly controversial uh, ones and, and I think you know we're going to continue to carefully assess. DFL Senator Ann Rest says it's wise to get ahead of the curve. To have us look at it right now and not, as we so often do, kick the can down the road. Uniform standards, a review process, and training for employees are in the works. I'm Ellie Roth at the Capitol. Work is scheduled to continue for several more weeks on a winter-long project to inspect, repair, and renovate Lock and Dam 2 along the Mississippi River at Hastings. The U.S. Army Corps of Engineers invited members of the media to tour the empty lock chamber today. It's a site only visible about once every 15 to 20 years. The rest of the time, the lock chamber is filled with water to facilitate barge traffic during the river's navigation season. Lockmaster Steve Heidbreiter says the mild winter has helped crews make progress on the $3.5 million repair project. This winter has been great as far as construction. I mean, as any anybody in the construction field um, would know if they work outside that it's easier to work when it's 30 degrees than when it's 30 below. So, um, work happens quicker, faster, easier. This winter's work includes concrete repairs and making adjustments to the lock's gates. The city of Minneapolis was recognized by UNICEF today with an official child-friendly city designation. The honor recognizes Minneapolis for being responsive to the needs of children in the city, including access to recreation, equitable social services, safety, and civic participation. The city has been working toward the recognition for several years. Minneapolis is only the second city in the U.S. to receive the child-friendly designation from UNICEF. The first was Houston, Texas last year. 
in sports. The Timberwolves beat the Trailblazers in Portland last night, 121 to 109. Aunt Edwards scored a game high 41 points. Rudy Gobert grabbed 15 rebounds. The Wolves lead the NBA's Western Conference with 38 wins. They play the Trailblazers again tomorrow night in Portland. Gopher women's basketball team lost at Rutgers last night, 81-73. The Gopher men tip off against Purdue tomorrow. The Minnesota Wild face off against the Coyotes in Phoenix tonight. Wild trying to make it four straight wins since the All-Star break. Twins pitchers and catchers reported for spring training today in Fort Myers. The team's first full squad workout is next week. And in the Professional Women's Hockey League, Minnesota hosts Ottawa at 7 o'clock tonight at the XL Energy Center. Minnesota is in second place in the league standings, two points behind Montreal. Ottawa is in last place. Your Minnesota forecast tonight, winter weather advisory for portions of southern Minnesota with snow expected overnight tonight. Maybe not for northern Minnesota. Lows will be in the teens statewide. Tomorrow, mostly sunny with highs in the mid-teens to near 30. That's it for Minnesota Today. Thanks for listening. Phil Picardi will have an update for you on Thursday morning.